From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. James, it's great to be back for another episode, and I think that this is going to be a, an interesting topic for us. How are uh, you? It's always, oh, I'm doing good. It's always great to be back here, Steve. And uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think this is going to be an interesting topic, and uh, it's always great when we have a guest uh, to ask the questions. Absolutely. So, you know, before I introduce our guests, um, when James and I started to put this podcast together, what we were trying to do is answer some of the ca common questions that are asked of programmers or that pertain to programming and, and really try to inform the industry and, and also help to clarify some of the misunderstandings. And um, our guests today, who we last spoke with in person at Infocom 22, is Will DeWitt from USC. He's the learning environments manager. Welcome, Will. Hey there. Thanks to be, or hey, thanks, Greg. Glad to be here. Sorry. Thanks for being here with us. And uh, we, um, you, you, you were uh, really great in coming to us uh, at Infocom with a question. And that question at the time was, um, what is an API? And sounds like a very interesting um, and simple question. And it, it's actually turned out to be a very popular question, as that's our most downloaded episode uh, of, of Ask the Programmer. And um, just like to elaborate a little bit more about that. But before we do, Will, tell us a little bit about your um, background. Let us get to know you, share a little bit about yourself um, to our audience, because we I don't know that we got a chance to do that um, as much when we were in person um, in Las Vegas when we did that podcast. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, but <laughs> everything was crowded. It was hectic. It was yeah, good times. Um, my name is Will DeWitt. I'm the Learning Environments Manager for USC. Uh, we handle about 250 classrooms and run a 24-7 uh, help desk. Uh, we support all the AV needs of our classrooms, teacher support, teacher training. We also support several uh, computer labs on campus, the e-gaming lab, the digital creative lab, uh, pretty much anything uh, that starts and ends with AV, uh, NIT, we handle. Great. And, and tell me a little bit or tell us a little bit about um, your exposure to programming and and um, and control and, and how um, the how you really are um, involved with with APIs, you know, and, and like what what was the the impetus for that question? Okay, uh, well, my exposure to programming is fairly limited. I I've used an analogy earlier. Um, in theory, I know how to build a plane. In practice, you wouldn't want to fly in one that I built. Uh, when I was in college, I was I was looking at going into computers. I was looking into all of these different things. I learned HTML, then CSS came out and I said, nope, screw that. And that's how old I am. But, and I was looking at programming and stuff and I just kind of wound up realizing that, you know, I've hit the point where I've got to kind of focus on one thing. So I wound up leaning more towards audio and video. And through my career, that's kind of where I've aimed. Now I'm in a position where being in higher ed, I'm dealing with, because AV is IT now, I'm having to interface a lot more with programming, with 
things like the APIs, things, different languages. And so I need to know not necessarily how to do it, but I need to understand the context in which it happens so that I can help go out and look for things so I can provide guidance, so I can provide direction and uh, just kind of help my team along without getting in their way. Hmm. So when, when it comes, well, first of all, we should define our terms. Um, API is application programming interface. And um, what, what made you even focus in on like the importance of an API was it, were you, were you looking to solve a problem? Was it something that just came up and sparked curiosity? Is it something that um, you ran into uh, a, a challenge that, that you were looking to, to solve? Okay. Yeah. Um, APIs is the bandaid. It seems like of the AV industry. Everyone you talk to, any question you ask, if they don't know the answer, they say, well, we've got an API. How do we do this? We got an API. Can it do that? Oh, yeah. You can use our API. What does that mean? And so I didn't want to be the person that took the marketing information from whatever person that emailed me or the just you know general industry publication, went back to my engineers and said, hey, yeah, we can do this. Go make it happen. It's easy. It has an I API. Like that. Yeah, it's an API. They said, they said, the marketing guy said that it would work. Why won't it work? So I wanted to learn and kind of understand what I was asking and what questions I needed to ask of not only the marketing guys, but then kind of work my way up when I had the opportunity to take that information back, present it to the people that would be implementing it and give them a firm, a, yeah, a firm foundation of from which to start versus just throwing garbage at them and expecting them to figure it out. Thank you for that. Because <laughs> yeah. I think that that, you know, not, not to um, knock any people in the industry, but a lot of it's very easy to put things on paper and then let push it down the road and let others figure it out. And, uh, and a lot of times that ends up becoming programmers that have to make things work. And, but thanks. So thank you for, for that curiosity. Um, James, uh, I'll uh, let, let you kind of jump in, whether you know you want to follow up on that or kind of share your experience uh, or, or can you know relate to that situation. Oh, I, again, just want to echo what Steve has said about uh, it's great to hear that you're looking into that and want to be more knowledgeable and not just come back to your program and go, Hey, it has an API, make it work. And, you know, cause we, as we always say, like you even say it and stuff is you got to talk the jargon and you got to lose respect from your team. If you come back and be like, Oh yeah, it has an API. You have no clue what you're talking about. Um, so I definitely agree. I think that's a, a smart move on your part. I've seen way too many people who, they again they're using the api as a buzzword just like ai is being used as a buzzword because they don't know what it is so they're like oh it's gonna solve all your problems it's an api but not knowing what the api really does or what it can do and what how it interfaces and all that stuff so uh it's great that somebody who is a i would say a non-programmer who does have programmer on the team is actually taking an interest in it 
so they can relate better to their worker. So, Will, I guess, did we do a good job of explaining it to you? And and, and I'm going to note now that was episode 67. It took me a, a second. I didn't have that at my fingertips, but go back and listen to episode 67. Um, that uh, was our first discussion. Did we do a good job? And was the information that you got helpful uh, in, in order to move things forward for yourself? Oh, yeah, very much so. It Honestly, it was really nice. Like we mentioned, we filmed that at Infocom. And so I was basically able to walk out of the podcast booth and go onto the show floor back to some of the booths I wanted to hit and like go, oh, hey, I know what I'm talking about now. Here we go. Let me I, take notes. I appreciate that. That's uh, that, that makes us both feel, uh, James and I feel like we're we're serving the industry as we were hoping to. <laughs> but I, I do want to make a special note on that because I, I will kick myself if we don't do. Brittany was on the episode. And I think she did a very good job as well at explaining what API and why it was important. So shout out to Brittany for being on the episode as well. Thanks. And that that's Brittany DeCessory, who's uh, my colleague at uh, Control Concepts. So thank you for that. I'm sure she'll appreciate that. Um, I, do you have a follow-up uh, question? Well, uh, you know, while we have you, uh, you know, ha has, uh, is there anything that you wanted to go and talk about further with regard to an API or, or something related? Yeah. So my really kind of follow-up question that once kind of I've got a basic understanding of APIs and I've obviously done some research and looked into it and kind of figured out stuff a little bit more, but it's still hard to know what opportunities do I need to be looking into for APIs? Um, so what, instead of just taking what's fed to me, where, where do I need to be looking? Especially since I'm in higher ed working in AV, like what, where can I really kind of focus on looking to integrate different products, different softwares, um, different control systems together um, to go out and seek those rather than just waiting? So if I may jump in on here, I would say the first one, um, and I know we kind of hit on this uh, off air as well is checking their history making sure they're not someone who's going to shut down very quickly because a lot of times if you use your apis and the company shuts down or they update and they make a change now your system's broken and as well you know in higher ed we we can't afford that um so if the company's known for changing their apis or you know shutting down quickly that's not something you want to be uh in bed with i would say And I think the other thing to add on to that too is um, making sure that an API is not just done uh, because it was meant to check a box. Um, that's so. So that is it. Perform it. Does it provide the functionality that you're looking for? Is it, or or is it just something that was done because somebody said that they needed to have it? Um, and how well is it supported? How uh, are you able to um, grow with this or is it something that is going to be static? Is it going to be 
kept up to date as more features are rolled out? Um, is it going to also be easy to integrate? And I think uh, we could talk a little bit more about that um, in in the next episode, but there, there are different levels of an API, some of which are can be very straightforward and some of which can be very complex. Um, and, and those, you know, the, being able to understand them and that that's honestly a, a very complex skill, um, possibly, uh, requiring a developer to, to, uh, to help with, but, um, it's important to be able to understand that and, and truthfully, it's what, what, you, what it is that you're looking to do has to be able to be included in there. So somebody has to, uh, to help to really define what your needs are, what, what it is that you're trying to accomplish, and then match that to what, what's in the API documentation. So there, but I, but I think we can, we can dive a little bit deeper into that in the next episode. Um, the, the, um, the, the other thing to, to consider is, is that, um, there are, there, the many, um, products and platforms and, and software, they form re relationships with each other. So there's an intro, there's a, uh, benefit to both parties to having that, uh, but the two, two products work together through their API and something sits in the middle that's generically called middleware, let's call it. And it, uh, it's that translator between the two. And, and, um, if, if that something like that exists, that's going to make your life easier and probably save you a lot of money and give you a lot of confidence. So you can look at a lot of, uh, a lot of mainstream software these days, and you can see th these are our integrations and that that's what they're essentially using is the API to be able to, to make that work. And they could say, you know, we work with the, these other products or this other software. So they're instead of one product, company X integrating with company Z, there's company Y that sits in the middle and then translates between the two? Um, possibly, but, but more so there's, there's just a piece of software that that's a connector that it, it may be written by one of those parties or a third party. I, I say that and you know, um, in, in transparency, my that's one of the things that my company does is that we 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 write API integrations. So we 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 write that those pieces that help products talk to each other. Okay, and do those tend to be hosted by the company that writes them, or like do they need to be hosted locally? Like, how does the translation work? Is it always necessary? Um, lots of answers there. Uh, so it could, it could be any of the above. Um, you know, a lot of times there's a, there, there may be a reason for one of either the X or Y company to, to own that because there it's something that they invested in because it's, it's strategically important to them. Um, it could be owned by the third party. Um, uh, it and it, I guess it depends on the situation, um, but it 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 isn't uh, hundred percent needed. It could be something that also is baked in on on the software side. So if it's if you're talking about 
a software product and a hardware product, the software side is, is really where the, the API integration will live. And in, in control programming, you can you don't necessarily need what, what they call a module or a driver or a plugin. You can just take the code out of the API that you need and, and put it in, into your program um, and not necessarily have something that is is tangible that's in between, if that makes sense. Gotcha. So with API calls, obviously they're going over a network. Does it matter if they're going over local or over the wider internet, going through a cloud service or something? From my perspective, the challenge going over uh, the, the a wider network is is security, and and you know that that's the thing to be aware of is how how much of a factor does security play into things? But um, the, uh, and, and a lot of times you, you have to also consider other parameters. Localized is always going to be a little easier, but it may not be, able, it may not be a whole lot easier. It, you know, it depends on, on what, what's required of the API. Okay. Uh, James mentioned earlier, being careful about like, uh, companies that would cut off the API or would do updates or just not do updates. How do you balance not updating uh, software or hardware that works versus the security aspect of needing security updates and risking breaking something? Let's leave or that for that our teaser uh, for the next episode. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Because I think that that's a great question and that that's something that we should talk about in more detail. Um, but I, I hope that you found this to be valuable in our audience. I hope you do as well. Um, this is really what we're trying to do is um, is, is have those conversations, um, be the experts where we can, bring the experts in where we, where we need to, but also make sure that we're serving uh, the, the industry in, in this capacity to, to make sure that there's clarity about topics like these. Uh, thank you for being part of this, Will. Um, how can people get in touch with you? Um, learn more about USC as well as the work you do there and and the work you're doing personally. Okay. Uh, yeah. At USC, my email address is wdewitt at usc.edu, and you can find me on Twitter. Will the letter R Dewitt at g or sorry, yeah, Will the letter R Dewitt on Twitter, and then, um, yeah, so that's how you can get in touch with me. Thanks for being here and thanks for um, helping us in this conversation. Um, James, any uh, last words on this and, and how can people get in touch with you? Uh, the last words again, uh, like Steve said, thank you, Will, for bringing this question up. Uh, hopefully our audience uh, has enjoyed this one as much as they did the first one. Um, again, you can get me on Twitter, ABM underscore James King, LinkedIn. Um, not too active there but i am out there uh and same with hetma again google me you'll find me excellent and um, for me you can reach me at steve greenblatt on social media uh, my company control concepts at controlconcepts.net um, also i'll give that second shout out to Brittany decessory you could reach her at brit dice on uh, twitter and also uh, linkedin and other social platforms so check her out as well um and uh, please um, continue to listen and let us know what you think of this show. Um, share your favorite episode. 
Let's see if we can get this episode to break our record of 100 downloads uh, that uh, Will's previous episode, episode 67, had. And um, give us a rating review. Um, you could find us on YouTube on the video version and on Apple and Google Podcasts on the audio version. And we'd like to hear from you. So please reach out. Um, if you want to follow our uh, Twitter handle for the Ask the Programmer program, it is uh, at AV Programmer Pod. So check that out as well. With that, this has been Ask the Programmer.